My name is Birdie and I'm a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. My name is Robert, and I'm an energy worker. That means I'm in tune with the flow of energies that surround us. I'm immersing myself in the paranormal to discover where my path will take me. Welcome to our Spirit Diaries. Hello and welcome to Spirit Diaries. My name's Road Dog. And my name's Birdie. And we are your host. <laughs> so our podcast is about a lot of spooky experiences growing up in haunted houses growing up as a medium and trying to figure out the world of the paranormal without any help at all i was a large growing up what i was i was a large size you were medium i was a large <laughs> i'm glad you think you're funny because nobody else is laughing laughing <laughs> what the f- I'm laughing, and that's all that matters. <laughs> okay, fair. Touche. Touche. <laughs> all right. So if you would like to support this podcast, we have our uh, Etsy shop, which is etsy.com slash shop slash spirit diaries. Over there, we make candles, which are a limited supply, and we may not be restocking. So please go over there and buy some. I and try- I try to dip my fingers in them, and Bertie won't let me. <laughs> And we have t-shirts and some other fun stuff. So if you are interested, go check that out. And of course, thank you to our patrons, which is another way to support this podcast. So because of you, you guys are uh, definitely helping us push out more episodes and do some more adventures that we are all able to release for free. So yay. Thank you for the supporters. Everybody, a round of applause for them. We love you. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh without any further ado we're just gonna jump straight into this episode let's go so as i mentioned i was working at a uh, medical facility owned by um somebody who identified as pagan and uh employed by myself a medium and also a witch what a trio. So um, <laughs> it was great. Uh, it sounds like a joke starting off like a pagan, a witch, and a medium walk into a medical facility. <laughs> <laughs> what happens next is one night we got together, drank wine, and shared some stories. That did happen. <laughs> that did happen. Uh, one day, way down the future, when we all giggled about how silly and funny this was when we first met. Uh, the witch who worked there was a very, very nice person. And she had been working um, some rituals and was trying to work on some summoning stuff. And just really, you know, honing her craft. She had grown up as a witch. Uh, Her mom was a witch, so I found that incredibly fascinating. She definitely grew up with such a different perspective on the world than I had. So it was interesting to hear her thoughts and 
everything. But anyway, she was working on honing her craft. I, I didn't know much about, you know, what she was doing at the time. Um, but one night I was working <laughs> and uh, how the shifts worked here is we all worked alone. Um, the shop was small. We were the receptionist. We cleaned the building and we ran all of the medical equipment on anybody who came in for an appointment. So it was uh, a very, very, very strenuous job. And since it was a small business, um, we just kind of whoever was there did everything. So it was a little weird being the only one working because if I went into any of the rooms, I couldn't necessarily know if anybody else had come into the shop. So it was something to where I always was on super alert just in case I we had walk-in appointments as well as scheduled appointments. So one night uh, it was getting dark out and I had started to clean up for the night and... Um, <laughs> Uh, my coworker didn't like cleaning, so that was always my job. Thanks. Um, but I was uh, cleaning up and I heard a hiss. And it freaked me out because it was in an area where I knew we had no equipment that would make that noise. Mm -hmm. uh, we did have equipment that would uh, make hissy type noises, but it was on the other side of our office. And uh, I knew what I heard and it was a hiss. So I had gone back to the front desk and kind of cleaned the counter seven times, debating if I should actually clean or if I should just leave a little dust pile for her because I would do that all the time. Just your mild rebellion. So passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, we, we sort of traded off on what we uh, did. And I just I was not a fan of cleaning. That always fell to me. So. Anyways, sometimes I would just leave a little tiny spot just for her. It was out of love, though. We all got along. So um, I ended up being like, no, let me go clean because I didn't want to get yelled at uh, for not cleaning. So I went and I thought I heard like something scuttling. And I was like, OK, we have a cat in here. There, there has to be a cat in here. Mm -hmm. Somehow it must have wandered in from the street. So I laid down on the floor and I looked under this one recliner we had um, that was used for uh, services. And I looked under it. And as soon as I leaned down and put my eyes under this recliner, you heard. And I jumped back and up. Um, I walked towards the doorway and I was walking through the door. And then all of a sudden I got pushed into the doorframe and I had hit the door frame so hard, I fell completely backwards on the ground. And I had actually, do you remember, I had bruised part of my face yeah. and my shoulder and arm. Those bruises take a while to heal, too. They're big. Yeah, I had hit it incredibly hard. And I, I promise you, was I walking out of there quickly? Absolutely. Was I walking through the door the door easily yes it was a wider than normal door this was a medical facility there was no reason i should have been anywhere close to the door frame i know i wasn't close to the door frame so it was really crazy mm -hmm. i go home you know i tell you about it it was a little creepy i had gone back the next day and when the owner came she typically came for our shift changes i was like hey uh just so you know uh that girl brought something with her. And at this point, um, I, I didn't know her super well, so I didn't want to confront her and be like, yo, 
what were you trying to summon? Stop because it. you brought <laughs> something here. Like, you know, do whatever you want. But like, can you not bring it to work? Because it's scaring me. Or if you are bringing it to work, can you give me a heads up? So I know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I was freaking out. I, I was just really scared. And I told the owners, like, you know, I, I think... I think she brought something and uh, she did not know I was a medium at this time, but I was, I I was kind of dancing around the subject of like, I think she's bringing weird stuff here. I think something weird's happening and I didn't want to go into it too much because I didn't want to give away that I was a medium. I didn't want to give away that I could see spirits or other non-human entities. So, um... I was just kind of like, can you talk to her and just see if she brought something new into work, like a ring or a purse or an entity? <laughs> like, I was just trying to say it without saying it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll talk to her. But she's like, you know, witches are good. And I was like, at this point, I knew this. I had understood by now. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It just feels a little weird in here lately. I don't know. what. I don't know what. It just feels a little strange. And she's like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'll talk to her. And that night was a little weird. But I, I, ne- I didn't necessarily, like, feel anything. I also stayed out of the room. I had felt stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day. I had talked to the owner again and she's like, oh yeah, she had done a ritual a few days ago or whatever, but it wasn't successful. Nothing happened. And I'm like, oh my God, it did. She doesn't Wrong know. Go. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> know. It worked. <laughs> it worked. What were you, like, what was it? Um, so I, I thought, okay, okay. So, you know, at least I knew, you know, it was something that was with her. So I figured, okay, it's at work. It will go home with her probably eventually. And she'll know, you know, what this little cat is. Well, oh boy, was I wrong because that day it came home with me. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, and it was scary. This little cat thing was uh, leathery. It did not have fur. It was like a hairless cat, um, but it also didn't have cat ears. Um, it was a little like a cat dragon mm-hmm. <laughs> without wings. Um, it was very creepy. And at the time, I assumed everything that was not human must be demonic. <laughs> so I thought this thing was surely demonic. And I thought, oh no, maybe she tried to summon a cat and instead she got a cat demon. From the seventh circle of hell. Yeah, (laughs) I was scared. I didn't know what I was looking at. So um, it had lived in our house and it was very feisty. It hissed whenever you got close to it. And did you ever hear the hiss? I heard the hiss and I was like, what the hell? Like, (laughs) Yeah, it was hissy. It was definitely draining our energy. Mm-hmm. We were having massive energy drains when it was around. It was making us definitely irritable. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had to go. I wanted to explain what I was seeing to you. So I went ahead and sculpted it out of clay. It was not a very good sculpture, but I tried. And I showed it to you. And I was like, this is what's in our house. <laughs> I was like, okay, it can leave now. <laughs> and I got super creeped out. So I threw away the sculpture immediately. I did take a photo. So if I can find that photo, I will share it with patrons. And um, as soon as I threw the sculpture away, the entity had left. Mm-hmm. It was like a weird sort of boop, cleansed. Yeah, it was just gone. Yeah. 
Um, so obviously this entity was not inherently bad. Mm -hmm. I was scared of it, yes. But um, yeah, not bad. I wish, you know, we had become friends later on and I wish I would have brought it up and been like, hey, what was that? Uh, I wish I would have uh, been able to find out and I should have... I should have told her uh, we lost contact over the time, but I should have told her that um, she brought it because I, w- I wish I would have known the other half of that story of like, hey, you didn't do it wrong. <laughs> like, what were you summoning? Because if you're going for butterfly or something, you definitely like Neville Longbottom did <laughs> because you went complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or maybe that's what she was trying to get. It could have been like some form of like deity that I don't know about mm-hmm. or some form of like protective entity. And, you know, maybe it just got stuck at work because we worked in a medical facility. There was, you know, people there who had lots of trauma. So, you know, you never know. But that was so scary for me in the moment. I definitely thought we were about to have a demonic haunting again. I know. And it was it was incredibly, incredibly scary. Yeah, and I wasn't sure what to expect because I couldn't see it. It's like, I would hear, like, the hissing or, like, the scuttling every once in a while. And it's just like, <laughs> here we go. Like, <laughs> I don't want to play this game again. Yeah, I think it's important to really let go of your biases when it comes to the paranormal. And I know that's a big issue I currently work on. And I think it's something I'm always going to work on. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I definitely didn't know back then. Back then, anything, like I said, anything that was non-human, I'm like, oh my God, you're evil. <laughs> You've come from hell, haven't you? Like, I, I was a very, very, very uneducated person. And I just, I jumped to conclusions. And it's something I see frequently in the paranormal community. Um, even recently on Twitter, uh, there has been a lot of discourse about all child spirits being demonic and that's just absolutely not true malarkey yeah it's just it's not true and i i think when you first enter this field it's really really easy to assume that everything scary is bad everything different is bad and spirit children are creepy it sucks to think that children died Right. And it sucks to think that, you know, why are you hanging out in this very scary place to me? But that place might not be a very scary place to them. So with the paranormal, it's so important to remove your biases and just take it for what it is. Yeah. If it's a little leathery, hissy, little dragging cat thing, take it for what it is. Ask it what it wants. Why did it come home with us? Figure it out. I didn't try and communicate with it. My first, you know, my whole intention was get out of my house. Go, 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 go. And it's like, I didn't even try. I didn't ask, you know, my friend who clearly wanted this entity in her life. What? Why? Mm -hmm. I I never, I mean, I never did that. I just, my whole thing was she must have messed up. Right. And uh uh-oh, she didn't mean to do this. Right. And I thought it was a mistake. I was afraid to tell her because I didn't want to make her feel bad of like, or I offend. don't, yeah, or offend her. Like I just, I was, I was afraid and I just instantly assumed, uh oh, something went wrong. You're bad. Get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I really hope that I can help 
spread the message that we're all learning. And I'm sure there's things now that I'm saying or there's things now that I'm assuming that may be off and that's okay. You're allowed to grow over time and you're allowed to be wrong. I was wrong then and I'm admitting that now, but I didn't think I was wrong then. I thought I was absolutely, you know, justified. I'm wrong so many times a day. <laughs> like, I can't even keep track. Yeah, so, you know, we're not experts. We never will be. I don't think anybody in the paranormal can really be an expert. I think you can get, you know, more educated over time. But nobody really knows. So, yeah. Yeah. So, more time had been passing. And, again, I was staying in my little medium closet. But it was so hard because there were spirits everywhere. <laughs> and one of these days I was home alone and I had felt like a man came into our apartment and I checked every room just to make sure it wasn't a maintenance person because <laughs> sometimes they'd pop in randomly. Oh, they would just be apartment. in the opposite room. Just <laughs> you just walk around the corner like, God, why? Why did you not knock? <laughs> yeah, like, how did you get in here? Right. <laughs> Um, so I, I did check to make sure it wasn't a maintenance man and there was nobody in the apartment and I was like, okay. And I started trying to tune in on this person more and I got that he was a soldier and he was roughly, um, our age. So like in his twenties, um, so I was like, okay, is he in our apartment? Is he in the apartment next to us or next to us or next to us or next to us or under us? <laughs> so <laughs> I was trying to figure out, you know, is he in our space? Is he in a space next to me? Where is this person coming in from? Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, I decided to just tone it out and keep working. And um, I, for some reason, looked at the bookshelf in our room and I had this jar of seashells that I had brought um, from home mm -hmm. and as I looked at it it moved across the bookshelf and you heard it go across and I was frozen in fear I had not seen anything physically move in front of me since my Barbie doll. Right. So I immediately was like, you did not see that. You are making that up. You are scared. You are inventing the soldier man. You just invented you seen that. So I'm like, I'm going to go look. I haven't dusted in months. <laughs> <laughs> there is a very nice big layer of dust on this bookshelf. If it moved, there's going to be a trail. And I'm like, there's not going to be a trail. So I'm walking over there all hoity-toity and just like, this is bullshit. <laughs> so I look at the shelf and there is a very clear line from where the jar was sitting and where it is now. Perfectly carved out in the dust. There was even dust formed up on the lip from where it had moved and pushed along. At that moment, I screamed, <laughs> ran into the other room. And called you. Yeah, I remember getting that call. <laughs> you were crying and freaking out. I remember you telling me you were hiding in a corner in a different room. I did. And you're like... <laughs> I was. I was on the floor, curled up in the corner. You're like, you need to come home now. There's something in our house or someone. Mm -hmm. And 
you clarified that it wasn't a living person because <laughs> it's like i'm gonna come home swinging at first um, because at first i was like there's somebody in our house help and yeah you're like oh my god what are you doing get out and i'm like no no dead but please like, come home there's somebody like, in the house i don't want to be like Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm coming. <laughs> so as he's on the phone with me, I'm like, please don't hang up. Please don't hang up. Please don't hang up. And then I was like, ah! and I just start screaming mm-hmm. and you're like, what happened? What's going on? And we had a hallway to where the hallway like came down and then turned to where um, looking into the hallway, it was only a few feet. Um, because the hallway immediately turned down. Am I explaining that correctly? So our hallway was an L Mm -hmm. shaped. Yes, it was. (laughs) So what did you see? So around the corner popped this man in a soldier's uniform in just his head, peekabooed around the corner. And he was like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) so, um, I, as soon as he popped around the corner, I screamed and I was like, turn faster, Florence, <laughs> get home now. I'm going to die. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I couldn't move. I was hysterically crying. And you're like, well, go look at it. Is it still there? And I'm like, I'm not getting up. I'm not moving. <laughs> and I, I told you, I was like, he's in the one bedroom. He's over there. He's in the bedroom. He's in the bedroom. And... All the animals had walked out and all sat around me and they had all positioned in front of me staring at the hallway. And I'm like, they see him too. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, you come home. And as soon as you come home, energy shifts. Nobody's there. Yeah. Because I walked through the whole apartment and there was nothing there. Stupid. Everything was calm. Stupid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And everything seemed like it was completely normal. And this this had kept happening over and over again. We were getting spirits from old men to children to middle-aged people to grandmas to grandpas. Everyone in the world was just popping up in our apartment. And one of the spirits came to me one night and I was rolling over every single night at 3.33 a.m., there was a spirit in a room like clockwork. I would wake up and I knew immediately I was like, it's 3.33 a.m. right now. And I'd click my phone and it would be 3.33 and it just kept happening. And one of the spirits was a child and I'm always nice to kids. So I'm like, hey, what do you need? What, What do you need? Like, I will talk to you. I'm not talking to these scary people. I'm not talking to the soldier. I'm not talking to any of them. This little kid yes what what happened well, how can I help you like why are you in my room right now and he said that his name I don't know if I should say I I guess no I don't want to um he's he said his name and then he said a name of a funeral home and he told me that he was currently inside of the funeral home mm-hmm. he had died and his body was there and um, he made it feel like it was just on the street. And one of the things I do whenever we get a place is I see where the nearest graveyard is and if there's any funeral homes around it because I will not live within a certain vicinity of a graveyard or a funeral home 
because I just will beacon those spirits yeah. like moths to a flashlight. So I, I can't live near those places. It's it's just bad, bad for me. Um, so I'm like, you silly kid, you're not in a funeral home near me or a graveyard. And then I thought, and I was like, oh my God, we moved into this place because this was the only place that would accept us because we didn't have to prove our income. I didn't check. <laughs> I didn't check. Right. So I'm like, okay, what's the name of the funeral home? And I wrote it down. And I was like, okay, it has to be a certain vicinity from us. And I Googled it the next day when we got up. And sure enough, just a block away in an area we had not gone in yet. So it's not like I drove by and got it subconsciously was that exact name of the funeral home. There was a little boy who had died who was having his funeral there. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a humongous graveyard that spanned for blocks by this place. Whoops, missed that. <laughs> yeah, so um, it, it had become apparent to where every time I got a spirit, I was validating myself because sure enough, they were all connected to that funeral home. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me wonder, like, how haunted are funeral homes? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it just, it makes you wonder, you know, I've only been in one funeral home and I don't know. I, from what I remember being there for the funeral I was at, that place was really creepy. It's a place I, you know, I hope to never, ever go again. So if, if anybody dies, we're not going inside of a funeral home. Just, we'll see you guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll meet you guys. After, <laughs> do funerals have receptions? Like, like we'll see afterwards. Well, that's <laughs> in a funeral home, the reception. Oh, yeah. Have it somewhere better, like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Like, if yeah. I die, have the reception at Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I want you to have fun on the little diseased tube slides and the weird gross pizza. Well, just throw your ashes in the air over the ball pit. Oh, put me in the token machine. No, no, the one, put put you in the one where the tickets fly around and you try and catch them. <laughs> <laughs> Just release my ass. Is that the money game from like? Yeah. Do you know how all the tickets fly around the air in the yeah, air and yeah. you have to grab them yeah. and whatever you grab, you get mm -hmm. that. That can be how. So wants to take some ashes home, put it in the machine. Everybody grab some. Whatever coats your hand, you get to walk home with. It's so morbid, but I love it. <laughs> oh man! I've always said I want if I'm not cremated. I want my casket to be a pop-up. <laughs> like, I want you to play a song, and then at the end of the song, it just pops open, and my body goes flying at the wall. That's my request. Oh like, my someone's going to walk in for my funeral and look over the wall and be like, is that a Target? <laughs> what is that? Oh, it must be from something else. I don't know. Like, you wait. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is morbid, but, you know, if we don't giggle about it... It's it's just no good. So, yeah, that's that's when we found out we live next to a funeral home, and I'll never go in one again. Yeah, no, it'll be good. Yeah. Well, that is all we have today, kids. Woohoo! So thank you, everyone. <laughs> this is the worst voices. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Oh God, do they think this sounds good?" <laughs> no, we know it doesn't. So thank you all for listening to our very fantastical tales of spirits. Yay! 
and uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, if you could, go leave a rating somewhere and just tell us that we're the best people you've ever listened to, and that would be great. <laughs> and tell me how you want me to conduct my funeral. I'll make some plans. <laughs> just in the reviews, be like, five stars. Would like to see ashes in a ticket like, booth. <laughs> like, like, disco ball with hanging marionette body from the ceiling. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Oh, jeez. That'd be fun. We should record our voices. That way, whoever dies first, we can play it and be like, I really miss her. I'm right here. I am a spirit now. I'm going to, before I die, fully record me singing the Monster Mash. And I would <laughs> like you to play that as I'm being ejected from the coffin. <laughs> All right. We're going to go before we get any more sleep deprived. So I... I hope you guys are enjoying this. I really appreciate your support and thank you for listening to the Spirit Diaries. Mm-hmm.